Welcome to the Distance Sports Podcast. I'm John Newton, and at the distance, we go all the way with sports from around the world. Today is a fantastic pod special. We're going to take a look at the MLB season thus far and the two teams that are still left in it. We're going to predict how the Fall Classic is going to go. After that, we're going to be joined by an NBA expert who's going to break down the upcoming season. But first, let me introduce to you an MLB publisher for Scout.com. Someone is one of the most excited people in the country for this fall classic. Max Wildstein is in the building. Max, welcome. What's up, John? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. We're going to have a real good fall classic between the Chicago Cubs and the Cleveland Indians. It's going to be so great because one of these teams is going to end their World Series title drought. Cubs, 108 years. Indians, 67 It'll be the Cubs' first World Series appearance since 1945. These are not good records, Max. Uh, that's 71 years right there between, uh, between World Series appearances. So that's a long time. The only worst MLB milestone that comes to mind is Seattle missing out on the postseason for 14 years. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a journey for them, for, for both teams. The Indians uh, had the heartbreak back in 1997 on uh, Edgar Renteria's game-winning uh, hit to win the World Series for the Miami, uh, Miami Marlins. So they've – Cleveland hadn't had a world – hadn't had a major sports championship in since – I don't know. I can't remember. And then you had the Cavs winning it earlier this year, and the Indians could do it. That's why Cleveland is becoming believe land – And it will be one of the most exciting places in the sports world tomorrow as Kyrie, LeBron, and the Cavs will finally get their championship rings when they open things up at the queue. And the Indians host Game 1 of the World Series. Max, who is going to win Game 1? You got got Kluber going for the Indians. Right. If they go Leicester, I could see them. Leicester... Seems like a safe bet for the Cubs. I could see the Cubs winning it. Cubs have not announced their starter, by the they way. They have not announced it. You got probably Arietta or you got Lester as Hendricks. Uh, well, who who would you who would you start? I would start Lester. Why? Lester's just been a proven um, playoff just fighter. He's a warrior. A warrior, yeah. You could say a warrior. The Warriors blow three one leads. They do. That's the Warriors did a blow three one lead to Cleveland. To Cleveland. To Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go if, you know, John Lester. He's a pretty good baseball player. I'd say, yeah. Cubs win. Why? Cubs win it all. Why? Cubs win it all. All right, why are they going to win game one? I think. Starting pitching alone? Yeah. If the Cubs have a lead, I think they'll be able to keep it. They'll ha- they have momentum. They had the momentum the entire season. If the Yankees get a lead. With that bullpen? So neither team is going to blow an early lead in game one? I don't think so. We'll see if they break down as the series wears on. It has been a long, grueling season, as we know, 162 games. Let's see who's clutch and who's not. We'll find out who has the clutch gene because we haven't seen either of these teams in this position for a very long time. Definitely not in our lifetimes. But Theo Epstein, somebody we have seen in the postseason, 
pretty often recently. Was there for the Red Sox 04 and 07 titles with Francona as the manager. Now Theo is trying to stop him from ending the curse of the Billy Goat. Grade Theo Epstein's performance since the 2012 season when he was hired. Well, first off, uh, Francona, the next year in 08, uh, he was also made back to the ALCS, but... Sorry, 08. 08, he made it to the ALCS and met the Rays, who were coached by none other than Joe Madden, who is now the manager of the Cubs. Uh, Madden ended up taking him the Rays to their first ever World Series after having a 3-1 lead, almost blowing it, and then they ended up losing the Phillies. And then the next year was the huge collapse with the Red Sox, and Frank Cotto lost his job. But going back to your question, grading Epstein's performance in the 2012 season, he always had a plan. He had a plan for everything. And seeing it come to fruition with all the bad teams they had uh, in the earlier 2012, 2013, 2014 teams, and then seeing them make the playoffs for the first time in, uh, I want to say, six, seven, eight years. And then they made it to the NLCS, lost to the Mets, so ended up losing the Royals in the World Series. But you see them just looking like an absolute powerhouse this year. 103 wins regular season? 103 wins. I would give it an A. I don't see how an you can a. get anything lower than that. If you just see, like, look at their team now. They're, it's a young team, and they're dominating baseball right now. What kind of a situation did he take over in 2012? It was it was a messy one. He's come a long way. It was a messy one. Yeah, he's come a long way. And it's really exciting to see not just what's had to happen in the World Series, but what's going to happen in the future for this team. Certainly worthy of an A at minimum, says Max Wildstein. But this... Is a best of seven series. It's not a best of five like the ALDS or the NLDS. So we're going to do uh, best of seven series team analysis. We're going to go over the infield, catchers, outfield, designated hitter, which will play an impact in some of these games, the bench, the starting pitchers, and the relievers and closers. We'll look at the bullpen in game seven if we need to get to a game seven. Game one. The infield. Who wins? Um, I have to go with the Cubs. The Cubs win. You got Anthony Rizzo at first. Then you got, at second base, you got, uh, you got Javier Baez, who's just been beautiful to watch. It's been amazing to watch him. And uh, short, you got Aston Russell. And at 30, you got MVP candidate Chris Bryant. Uh, even though I think that when it comes to shortstop, uh, you got Fran- Francisco Lindor, who's had an amazing year. He, uh, he, he, had a, uh, he finished third among shortstops and war at 6.3. Also had over 300, 15 bombs, 19 steals, and had a 17 DRS. So you take him there, but... Second base, Kipnis and Baez are pretty even. Uh, third, you take Brian over Jose Ramirez. Even though Jose Ramirez has been one of the most irreplaceable players on the Indians roster this season. And at first, obviously, when you get Rizzo and Napoli. I mean, Napoli hits, hits bombs, and Rizzo does everything else, including bombs. So, yeah. Game one to the Cubs. Let's look at the catchers now. Who's going to win that duel? Um, well, you had Roberto Perez 
coming out of nowhere and hitting a game one ALDS homer against the Red Sox. That proved to be uh, crucial. And though you, then you got the Cubs, who have three catchers. They have Nguyen Montero, Wilson Contreras, who made his Major League debut in June. Then you have the old guy, David Ross, who will we'll be retiring after this World Series. And there only were four teams who had a better war, catcher-wise, than the Cubs than the Cubs did since the All-Star break. And that was partly due to Contreras breaking out of the scene, who, through his uh, first 10 postseason games, he's at over 400. So, I go to the Cubs, too, as well. Cubs with a 2-0 lead heading into Game 3. Game 3 is the outfield. Outfield. All right. I mean, No ties in baseball, man. <laughs> um... You have Zobrist probably playing on, obviously, a corner outfield position. Then you got uh, Fowler in center, who will actually end up being, if he leads off in game one, will be the first ever African-American to play in a World Series game for the Cubs. Because the last time they were in it, oh, that's there true. was an integration. And so that's pretty cool. And then in right field, Hayward, who's been slumping all season, uh... You probably have maybe something like Albert Amaro Jr. or or Jorge Soler in right field, or I mean, excuse me, uh, in one of the corner on the corner outfield positions. But then for the Indians, you have Tyler Naquin, who's who's who had a terrific rookie season, hitting two ninety six, uh, five fourteen slugging with fourteen homers, and then you have uh, Lonnie Chisenhall, who's Carter County native. Okay, but he was he had that North game two uh, three run homer against the Red Sox again in the ALDS. But then you have Huge. a platoon Coco Chris Brandon Geyer situation, which isn't as bad as you think. But then, I mean, you get the Cubs, Cubs again. Cubs with a three nothing lead through three games. Designated hitter, really going only to be a factor in a few of these games. But is it a big enough impact? Um, I think it is. You have Carlos Santana, who's, you don't really have a power-hitting leadoff guy like him. Uh, he had 34 homers and an A65 OPS. And he's done pretty well uh, in that leadoff hole. Uh, then on the Cubs side, you could see Kyle Schwarber back, who looked like when you saw him, like, Tears ACL and whatnot in like the third game of the season. He's uh he's playing the Arizona some Arizona Fall League games right. and he will be joining the team no matter what. That's right. If it's a spectator or as a player, if he's on the roster, I give it to the Cubs. But that's only if you can, if you can really see him get if he gets hitting again. I mean, it's been a while since he's played in an action packed game like this. So we're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. It, I'm gonna give it to the Indians though. You give it to the Indians. That's their first number on the board. Max, you've been preaching all week about the impact that the benches will play in this series. Why are the benches so important in this series specifically, and who's got the better one? Um, because this is, these are, this is a tale of, even though they're two good offensive teams, it's going to be a lot about pitching, which we'll uh, get to later. But the bench 
I mean, for the Indians, you got Rajay Davis, whoever's not starting between Geyer and Crisp. Michael Martinez, who sh- honestly should never see the field, but only only the run. And you got Jan Gomes, who's still not really useful. He's more of a backup right now because of his injuries. Then you got the Cubs, Jorge Soler, or whoever they got. They got... I But, God, this is a tough one again. No ties in baseball. No ties in baseball. This one might go to extra innings. Battle of the benches. Who comes out on top? I'm going to have to go with the Cubs again. The Cubs win the series in five games. Oh, well, How about we just do it for fun? We do the starters. Just for fun. Starters really, starters just for fun. Then. Starting pitchers. Game six, which is not needed. Starters, you got... This isn't fair, is it? You got John Lester. This isn't fair. Jake Arrieta. Kyle Hendricks. John Lackey, who would, right now, if, for the Indians, he would probably be a two-star behind Kluber because the Indians have Kluber, and then they have Josh Tomlin, Trevor Bauer, and Ryan Merritt, who... Thankfully, you don't need a full rotation, but... They have, they have they the have inferior Dan- rotation. They don't have Danny Salazar and Carlos Carrasco, the Indians, so... <laughs> Cubs. Bullpen, it's relievers and closers, and we know the Cubs have Chapman. Cubs have Chapman. Pretty great closer. Yeah, but it's pretty great. Yeah, brings the hot Hector heat. Hector Rondon and what else? For the Indians, they own a 1.67 ERA throughout this postseason and have had almost half of the pitching outs so far. And you have Andrew Miller, who's was the ALCS MVP. Zero earned runs in 11 and two-thirds innings pitched. And you have Cody Allen, who had zero earned runs in seven two-thirds innings pitched. So, I mean, if the Indians starters if. could keep the game in hand right. through about four or five innings, they have a chance. But I still think the Cubs take it. Cubs win the series 4-1, but would win 6-1 if it went to seven anyway. It's Max Wildstein, nobody publisher for well, Scout.com. Well, actually, it would be 5-2, because if you take the relievers, I would take the Indians. Oh, you take the Indians? Yeah. Indians. Take the you Indians, Andrew even Miller with Chapman. Cody Allen. But then you also have the, uh, the Yankee deadline deal uh, competition between Chapman and Miller right there. Isn't it funny how, the, how it's all about the Yankees, even in the playoffs? It's all playoffs. about the Yankees, even, even if they're not in it. Yeah. In the World Series, former Yankees players still repping the stripes. Yeah, former Red Sox players, too. It's a good little Northeast battle, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But one of the droughts will end. Will it be the Cubs? Will it be the Indians? Max Wildstein thinks it will not be the Indians, and the Cubs will finally end the curse of the Billy Goat with Theo Epstein at the helm. Max, thank you for being here. Thank you. We'll be right back with Augie Vandeveer talking hoops as the NBA season opens up tomorrow. You can catch... Game one of the World Series tomorrow on your television, on your phones, on your tablets. We don't have an app for that, but a lot of people do. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Distance Sports Podcast special. I'm John Newton. Follow me on Twitter at Stretch Newton. I'm joined. By it's Augie your Vanderveer, your boy, whatever you want to call him, GME sports correspondent, <laughs> and an NBA legendary, legendary fan. Legendary, legendary fan. fan. Yeah. Augie Vanderveer at Fear Not Moonchild. Fear Not Moonchild. Hashtag Fear Not Moon Fam. 
host, Hashtag co-host of Two Girls and a Guy. Shout out Two Girls and a Guy. Two Wednesdays, Girls and a Guy. 10 to 12 on WECB.FM. Tune in. Excellent show. Excellent program. Excellent music as well. Thank you. That's uh, Carolina Fortuna I, I, on the tracks. And I really like it when you guys talk sports. Yes. Sports on that show is fantastic. Callista and Caroline just kind of look at me, and I just start saying stuff, and then they wait till I'm over. Two Girls and a Guy. They're great, though. The fantastic goats. stuff. The Goats. <laughs> Speaking of the goats, we just talked about the curse of the Billy Goat yeah, yeah, and how Max yeah. Wilesey thinks that might end. Who's going to win the World Series, Augie? Um, You know, if it, were up to, if, it were, if it were up to my mom, it would be the Cubs, no doubt. But, you know, I'm worried because, you know, the good guys hardly ever win. Um, Speaking of titles, <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. Defending champs. Defending champs, yeah. Getting their rings. They are getting their rings. Same night as first game of the World Series. So downtown Cleveland going to be popping. They're going to run out of booze again because they did that. They did that after Game 7. The uh, bars ran out of booze. Okay, I'm just going to let you say it because I know you want to. Why did Cleveland win the, the NBA Cleveland championship? Won because the Golden State Warriors choked by a 3-1 lead with the unanimous MVP after a 73-win season. 3-1. 3-1. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing the wristband right now. The Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. He actually has a wristband that says the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. Eight bucks on Etsy. Eight bucks. And he flashes it off Money to Wilson. every... Bay Area sports fan in Boston. Callista hasn't forgiven me. It's rough. It's hard out here in these streets. Augie just does not care. <laughs> he flashes whatever he wants Grizz. when he wants. I love my Grizz. If Mike Conley healthy, we beat him the first year, too. What we're about to do, Augie. What were we about to we're do? We're about to go on a very fast-paced journey yeah. through all yeah. 30 all NBA teams and the secret thirty-first one, and he's gonna tell us. <laughs> the, the, he's gonna tell us <laughs> which teams yeah. are playoffs bound. Oh yeah, in the East okay. and the West. All right. So um, shout out to the alphabet because that's how we roll in today. We're going alphabetical order. Shout out to the alphabet. All right. We're here. starting with the ATL. Yeah. Atlanta Hawks. Losing in the ATL. Atlanta Hawks. Disastrous offseason. Just absolutely terrible. They let their second best player walk, signed <laughs> Dwight Howard to ruin the locker room. They did. And they dangled Paul Millsap on the trade block the whole summer. Dangled. He's probably not too happy about that. He's a star. Yes, he is. And they got rid of Jeff Teague, who really made that unit work with his penetration. They got Schroeder, so they, I, I guess, I'm guessing they trust him. I don't trust anybody with that Hashim Thabit little blonde spot in their hair. I'm sorry. That's just me. I'm shell-shocked. Shout-out 2009 draft. Shout-out number two overall pick. Shout-out number seven overall pick. I forget who it was. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so that's ATL. I think they'll be all right. Maybe Kyle Korver will, will uh, get hot again and become a worthwhile NBA player. Otherwise, it's rough. Um, post-season. I like Kent Bazemore more than that. Postseason uh, bound. Oh, yeah, absolutely postseason bound. Still the least, Eastern Conference. Um, but, yeah, I think they're I think they're a playoff team. Who's was up next, my guy? Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics. Hometown. Uh, great defensive unit. I think Horford's going to do a lot of good stuff for them offensively, um, seeing as he's probably their best shooter <laughs> behind Isaiah Thomas. That's a bit rude. Uh, but, yeah, he's a good defender, smart guy, uh, good rebounder. Uh, I think uh, getting rid of Jared Sullinger. Is a good idea. And I think Horford really fits in the pick and pop game with Isaiah Thomas. Jay Crowder overrated, though. Celtics and Hawks yep. are going to make the Eastern Conference playoffs, according yep. to Augie Van Devere. But yep. what about the Brooklyn Nets? Brooklyn Nets are going to be very bad. They're going to be very, very bad. Very bad at basketball. Very. So if, if are they going to be good at what are they going to be good at? What's they're going to be good at? Jenga? They're going to be good at Jenga? They're good at diversity. They have the only um, player of Mexican descent in the NBA right now. The only one? Yes. Shout out to them. 
I forget his name. He's not good, so. <laughs> but but still, the diversity there, it's popping. It's lit. Uh, they got Trevor Booker. He's going to be good for them, uh, creating turnovers in the pick-and-roll defense. Big fan of Booker. Uh, Jeremy Lin can only play well in New York. So <laughs> that's the only you know <laughs> scenario where we totally see him go, whoa Jeremy Lin's getting disregarding buckets. his Charlotte stint. Absolutely Sh- disregarding. Was he on the Lakers or was, I'm just thinking 2K because he always ends up on the Lakers in 2K. He was on the Lakers. All right, good. I'm glad I wasn't just having 2K fever dreams. Shout out Bucks 2017 champs on my 2K. My so the champ. Nets are not going to make it. But no. what about the team that Lin just left, the Charlotte Hornets? Uh, the Charlotte Hornets uh, definitely a playoff team. I worry that they've hit their ceiling. Definitely um, a playoff team. Definitely a playoff team. Definitely lost, uh, Big Al uh, this offseason to the yeah. Pacers. Um, it's not good. I think Kaminsky could possibly uh, fill in more more into that role. Uh, MKG returning is great. I love a good can't shoot but can defend guy. That's uh, that's real, folks. I love those guys. If you can't shoot a jump shot, you're my favorite player. He's got the wonkiest thing, though. His elbow like, goes all the way to the left. It's amazing. But a good athlete, good defender, so I like him. The Chicago Bulls without oh, their Rose. Chicago without Bulls. Without the Rose. Oh, my goodness. It's like, nah, it's going to be a tire fire. It's going to be aw- their guard rotation. Nobody can shoot above 35% from three. D-Wade, Rondo is just this knucklehead who's just going to drag him down. Jimmy Butler, great offensive player. He's just... He's not going to be able to find driving lanes with that backcourt. They traded for Michael Carter-Williams because they needed less shooting. They cut Spencer Dinwiddie. Some teams should pick up Spencer Dinwiddie just to make the Bulls feel very sad about themselves. Uh, so that um, backcourt rotation is just going to be awful. Doug McDermott, uh, he's a bust, folks. He's not going to be able to stick a around. A bust. Uh, but you heard it here first, folks. Taj Gibson's pretty good, but you can't blame him in that first unit because you're going to end up with Rondo, Jimmy, Wade, Taj, and... And Robin Lopez, nobody can shoot outside of, what, 15 feet? That's that's a rough offensive unit. I do like Robin Lopez. He did some good things with the Knicks last year. But, uh, yeah, Bulls, uh, not a playoff team. Not a playoff team. But they're going to be just good enough to avoid all the great point guards coming up in the draft. <laughs> they're going to pick up Grayson Looking for Allen. ninth or tenth. He's, he's a pretty good basketball player. <laughs> we, so we go from a team yeah. that's a perennial playoff contender yeah. but will not make the playoffs this year. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. What a squad. Um, LeBron, you know, if you play well for LeBron, if you hit his threes for him, he's going to make sure you eat well. Hit his threes and for him. I'm just saying, that's the thing about LeBron. All he's ever needed was, like, three dudes to hit some open threes, and he got one in J.R. Smith, so he made sure he got his money. And, you know, <laughs> LeBron makes sure everybody eats, especially when <laughs> the guy signing the checks is the guy that wrote in Comic Sans that he wasn't going to win a championship. <laughs> So they're going to be eating all the way oh, to the playoffs. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Potentially beyond that, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Dirk and Mark Cuban. Dirk. Dallas Mavericks. Dirk. Who? Okay, so the Dirk, uh, the Dirkettes, <laughs> they kind of got took by uh, by Harrison Barnes this offseason. But, uh, you know, I think it's tough to bet against Carlisle because he is a dark magician willing to just bend and shape careers to his will. Um, it's going to be tough with Dirk and Bogut. That's just a very slow backcourt. If either of them score inside, I'm just running all the way back because <laughs> Bogut's not going to cross half court by the time I'm dunking it. Not I'm just going to cross half court. And they don't pay Dirk to run, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he signed a very two-year team-friendly deal. Yeah, he's been very, very team-friendly. Team I hope Mark Cuban ends Dirk's NBA career with a suitcase full of millions. <laughs> like, just, like, thank you for your service, old man. Is Dallas in? Uh, Dallas, nah. I'm going to say no. Nah. I'm going to bet against Carlisle, which is a horrible mistake, but I'm going to do it. But I will bet over 10 Dirk Nowitzki statues built in the, in the next <laughs> ten, five years. <laughs> 10 statues. Shout out Dirk. Let's go a mile high over to Denver. 
Denver, a collection of interesting parts. The consistently high-scoring Nuggets. Yes. Well, that's that's the way they should play. On the high elevation, you really want to start winding guys. So I think that's good. <laughs> and I like their little bits. I like Moody as a prospect. I like Gary Harris. I like uh, Will Barton. I like Manimal for some reason. <laughs> Maybe it's just he's got a good look and he's got that good smile. Like uh, Shaq good Goodwin smile. back in Memphis. I, I miss him greatly. Uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, could make the argument that he was the second best big man in that draft. He was had a very excellent year. If you look at the uh, the advanced stats, and uh, you'll see he's, he's a very high impact player. Uh, a lot of people talking about his passing, his rebounding, his defending, uh, a little bit more Marc Gasol esque. And I'm always here for more Marc Gasols in this league. That's the great thing about that last draft with the with the league going small. The draft just completely undercut that with just just so many good bigs, just so Okafors, all your Towns, all your Porzingis's, Turners. It, it's really quite remarkable. Uh, Trey Lyles is pretty half-decent. Um, so there's a lot of great bigs coming in this league, just as the league is starting to say, eh, maybe we should start playing Sean Livingston at center. Maybe everybody should have a Sean Livingston at center. So it's great that the, uh, the draft kind of undercut that. Can Denver make the eight in the West? That's tough. Um, there are going to have to be some major injuries to the top teams. I really don't see Denver making that cut. I will. They're going to play some fun basketball, I think. Um, but no, I don't think playoffs. Crossing over back to the east. Yep. Detroit. Detroit. Motor City. Are they still the bad boys? Can they play bad boys basketball? Can they play bad boy basketball? No one plays bad boys basketball. No, because that'd be illegal. Can they play anything (laughs) close to bad boys basketball? Look, they're playing pretty good 2009 Magic basketball, which is, you know, the Stan Van Gundy system. Uh, (laughs) Turtlenecks? What? The (laughs) turtlenecks? The turtleneck system. The the, the, the PEDs for Hidu Turkaloos. Oh, no. No, but they got Tobias. They got my boy John Luer. Uh, (laughs) In or out? Uh, in, the, in the playoffs, yeah, they're in. They're in. Because Andre Drummond is a beast. He just got to learn to uh, keep it at a consistent level. And uh, I think they're definitely a playoff team. The Golden State Golden Warriors. State Warriors, probably a playoff team. We got to start talking. That's all I got to say about the Golden State Warriors. Greatest team of all time. Before they even, like, play a game. I feel like we're going to get to the Golden State Warriors a little bit after we get done talking the regular season. You hold off I'll let you hold all off right, on it. All right, we're going to skip over them. So we'll say the Warriors are in. Well, let's just say that the and Warriors And we'll skip straight to Houston. Yeah. Houston. What an offensive team they're going to be. Uh, some great offensive pickups in that offseason. Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon. Um, unfortunately, Patrick Beverly um, is having knee surgery, I believe. But that, that team offensively is going to be great. Uh, they're just gonna lose. They're gonna lose games 130 to 120 this year. It's uh, their defense is going to be very, very bad, and, uh, but they're gonna score a lot of buckets, which is all D'Antoni ever wanted to do is just get buckets and just hope the other team didn't. They in? Um, yeah. James Harden is enough of a dominant player, and if he decides, you know what, guys, this year I'm gonna play defense, then they're in. Because in 2015 he was like, you know what, guys. I'm going to play defense. Your Eastern playoffs are filling up quickly. What about the Pacers? Ooh, the Pacers are tough. They have a a bit of a logjam. Oh, no. They got rid of Mahimi. Never mind. They're Gucci. I like Miles Turner. (laughs) (laughs) That changes everything, folks. Yeah, I was like, wait, no, I was thinking of the Wizards. The Wizards got that logjam, my guy. Um, All right, Pacers. They ended up with Jeff Teague. They're going to be all right. Monte Ellis is a bit of a question mark for them. He can't really defend or produce at a high level at either end. Paul George is a fantastic player, top 10 player. So, uh, top yeah. 10? Top, eh, maybe top 15. Top 15. Top 15. 
between you know, 10 who's the top and 15? 15. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony's in the top 15. He's not in the top 15. Not in the top 15. Nah, Stephen A. Smith on uh, <laughs> on the show. Goes, and we will Whoa. get to the Knicks later. Yeah, we'll get to the Knicks later. But uh, what were we talking about? Pa- uh, Pacers. Yeah, playoff team. Pacers are in. That leaves only one spot left in the Eastern Conference. We'll see who gets those two. <laughs> Let's keep going. Go out to L.A. We'll start with the Clips. The Clips. Second best team in the West. You tell Second me? best team in the West? Behind? Second best team in the West? Behind the Golden State Warriors. Um, the thing is, with them in San Antonio, it's tough with reports that Aldridge might not be staying the whole year with them, might make that offseason move look a little shaky. But I, I ain't betting against Pops. But the, uh, the Clips, you know, they might be real hungry this year. They might be like, this might be the last year with all these free agencies coming mm. up. You know, but they got the they got the band back together. If they can get, <laughs> you know, so many teams in this league, if they just find that magical, mystical 3 and D wing, you know, everybody wants to find this guy that can shoot 40% and lock him up. And that guy really doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, Harrison Barnes, Matt Barnes, all your Barnes, you know, they can do it, but they'll miss. And maybe they won't defend as well. So it's really hard to find that perfect complementary three that, you know, everybody in the league needs. But the, it's really tough to find out there. So Luke Maba, Mute, Wes Johnson, Paul Pierce, these aren't, like, perfect fits. And What about J.J. Reddick and Blake Griffin? J.J. Reddick and Blake Griffin, excellent pieces. Excellent pieces. Fantastic. But that three spot has always been a question mark for them. They are definitely in the playoffs. But are they the best team in Los Angeles? Yeah. The Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely the best team. Yeah. Even with Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Even with Mozgov. Boy, get out my face. With Mozgov. Mozgov. Yeah, they, they just cut Yi Jin Lin, so... Yeah, they're done. <laughs> the Lakers are done. Yeah, uh, well, look, they got a crew. They got a nice. And Kobe off- Bryant, that guy, he kind of re- retired. Kobe Bryant was the anchor, just sinking that team. He was Not the, the ball anchor, and chain. He was the ball and ch- yeah, that and Byron Scott. He was the, the ball and chain that just sucks your money out of the organization. D'Angelo about to have a breakout year, but he gonna- sells jerseys. He sells jerseys. <laughs> Byron Scott's going to be on TV going, I don't know why he wasn't doing this last year, and everyone's going to be looking at Byron. Scott. So like, from what I'm <laughs> getting, you're saying they won't make the playoffs? No, but they're they're a team to watch for the future because they got a crew so you're saying they'll be like talent. 11th 10th, yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're yeah. going to be down there Augie your team yeah the hoodie you're wearing right now <laughs> with the Ben and says Jerry says this team stain. logo on it with the Ben and Jerry with stain and Jerry. Yeah, right over half-baked. the Memphis Grizzlies logo Memphis Grizzlies your uh, Memphis Grizzlies Am I there's Memphis only Grizzlies. there's there's one spot left in the Eastern Conference playoffs Good. I'm glad the Memphis Grizzlies don't fit into that because we in the <laughs> West, John. We in the West, and we. I was testing team. you. I was testing you because we got Marcus Salk, best center in the league, until Carl Anthony. Towns I know they're in the West. It. Come get. I know you do, but Carl Anthony Towns got to come grab this crown from Mark before anybody can take it from him. Seize it. Seize it. Seize it, Carl. I want him to, but uh, Marcus Salk. It's all about injuries. Chandler Parsons stays healthy. Mike Conley stays healthy. Marcus Saul stays healthy. Then we're good. We got we got some fun young bigs, I think. Jamichael Green. Enough fun to make a noise in the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because we got we got TA locking up the wing again. If Chandler Parsons can just hit some pretty boy threes, I think we'll be, I think we'll be all right. Shout out Jarrell Martin. Shout out Jamichael Green. Shout out Wade Baldwin, the fourth. Something like that. I'll learn your name if you ball out. <laughs> And I'll love you forever if you ball out. I remember all 28 people that played for us last year. All 28. Played. Yeah. Shout out Alex Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go down to South Beach, Miami. Miami. That's going to be a rough team. I don't know if they make the playoffs. I might have to put them out. I love me some Justice Winslow, though. For now, oh, absolutely. Yeah, great prospect. Excellent defense. I remember Phenomenal. watching Hassan him. Hassan Whiteside as well. Hassan. Balling Hassan out Whiteside. at the Charlotte YMCA to work on his game. Hassan Whiteside's tough. 
because he he clawed his way back into this league, but now he got his money. Now he got his money. So Hashtag like, Hassan block counter. I worry about it. It's often trending in Miami. Excellent fantasy pickup, though, guys, if you're but looking for a block scout. That was my greatest John fantasy pickup. This up. It's an ex- he's an excellent block. That was I my best. Know. That won that one the league title for me was picking up Hassan Whiteside. You lose D-Wade. You lose Chris Bosh. That's a big That's a big. And Chris Bosh is who I had to drop when, when his, his lungs just, just went out. Yeah, just like the Heat have to drop. Pat Riley's apparently going to hold him out until Picked after up the Hassan. deadline, so he can't even play for any playoff team. It's rough. I think it's going to be a rough season. I think it's a down year for them. So A I, down year out Shout out James Johnson, season. though. And we go over to Milwaukee. Milwaukee! Re- acquired Della Vadova. Della. <laughs> Scrappy Aussie. Aussie. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. They, got they have the of, Greek freak, yep. Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's great, man. I Phenomenal. love watching him Love play. the way he cuts down the lane. Yeah, uh, great passer, great defender. Um, and again, if you can't shoot, I love you forever. This guy cannot shoot, and I love him. Um, they're a Greg Monroe <laughs> trade away from being cool. Uh, they got rid of MCW. Um, yeah, that was just a rough fit for the team that desperately needs shooting. Chris Middleton's injury. Chris Middleton. I think that knocks him out of the playoffs. Out. Out. I'm sorry, but Chris Middleton's so important to that team. He's are they responsible for about 33% of their total threes last year. He was the shooter that they had to keep on the floor to make sure, you know, six people weren't in the paint at all times. So, you know, I, I think I think they missed the playoffs, unfortunately. So Milwaukee's out. What about the T-Wolves? The T-Wolves. Oh! Minnesota. They're going to ball out. Um, I don't think they out. can surprise anybody this year because all the hype with uh, Tom Thibodeau signing. Um, I think he's going to be great. Big signing. Oh, oh, it's a big signing. Huge. Uh, and he can do a lot with Andrew Wiggins next Jimmy Butler. Just Phenomenal coach. There's a reason he's, he's on the assistant coaches of the national team. And uh, Chris Dunn, he's been rough in, um, on the offensive end in preseason, but defensively he's great. I think him and Ricky Rubio make a dynamite defensive duo. Andrew Wiggins, Gorgie Jang's a good defender. Carl Anthony Towns under Thibodeau, could, like, transcend. You know what I'm talking about? Like a KG-level versatility on the defensive end. Uh, so I think that'd be good. Um, some question marks, of course. Ricky Rubio shooting. Um, Shabazz, Muhammad, see if he wants to, you know, play team basketball. Zach Levine also needs to figure out some stuff. But uh, He can dunk. I think they're going to be a good team. They might sneak into the playoffs, but it would take some injuries. So not in your preliminary list? Nah, nah. Let's go to Nolans. Nolans. Unfortunately, I am not too high on the Pelicans. Not too high on the brow either, are you? Yeah. Oh, no, the brow's good, man, but he just get dings up. He just get dinged up all the time. And, you know, he just doesn't play through stuff. You know, he'll just get like an ankle twist and he'll just sit out a couple weeks. And it's 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 tough, you know, being a team with your best player, you know, always always injured. And he's legitimately injured. And with a big body like that, you got to take care of yourself. But it, it's tough when you just can't keep him on the floor. Um, a good sign of a bad team is when they keep Lance Stevenson. <laughs> they just picked up Lance Stevenson. So you know you in dire straits when you're letting that man in your house. He's a funny man. <laughs> good for team morale, right? Crazy eyes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that. either. <laughs> Shout out the Goon Squad last year on the Grizz. We somehow kept it together. No Goon fights. Squad. Goon Squad. So they're out. They're out. I'm sorry. Brow's ridiculous, though. One of the most interesting teams of the offseason, yep. the New York Knicks. New Are York they Knicks. a super team? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. They're a super team? No. No, no. of course God, not. No. He was joking with you folks. 
Derek Rose just lives in this echo chamber. and it, An it, echo chamber? Anything he says just gets bounced back to him. He probably sitting at home going, we a super team, right? And his three buddies are like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he probably, right. I actually believe that stuff. Derek Rose this offseason. I believe that he believes that they're a super team. I believe that he believes that too. He's 100% confident. But man, this offseason lost him a lot of fans, including me. <laughs> hey, a lot you of fans. You know what I'm saying? With that whole trial, you know, he was found. Trial's not, not good. He was found not guilty, but all the stuff. You he are said innocent that until proven guilty. Correct. He wasn't proven innocent. He wasn't. He just proven not guilty. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. And in the court of public opinion, he lost. All right, because in that oh, absolutely, he was saying, uh, absolutely. I don't know what consent is. That was a really Boy. bad moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrific moment for the NBA. How are you going to argue that and then Adam S- sense uh, if you don't know what it is? That's that's a terrible moment. What was going? Oh. The Bulls love it because they're not. He's oh, not yeah, a part of them okay. anymore. They got Robin Lopez. That was a good trade for them. He got. He, they, they got a good player out of him. And Spencer did what he would just cut. The Bull, yeah, the Bulls don't no, have. They got Jared yeah. Grant out of that. It was another good guy. That's fine. But uh, so yeah. the Knicks do the, They make it to the playoffs, right? I'm gonna say no. No, they missed the playoffs. Garbage year. I think I think Brandon Jennings. Gonna Breaking take news: the super team misses the playoffs. Yeah. So called. Uh, John super Newton team. exclusive. Brandon Jennings gonna be the starting point guard in New York Knicks most games. All right. He's gonna have more starts than Derrick Rose. Didn't say that. Oh, I just said it on your podcast. I'll give you <laughs> uh, Joakim Noah's gonna play less than 50 games. Uh, they're gonna win less than 40 games. No playoffs for the Knicks. Carmelo washed. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Durantless <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. OKC! It's all Russ's team now. One of the cheesiest teams in NBA history. Just corporate logo, corporate style. Uh, thunder up! Win together! Stuff like that. You know great general manager. Uh, great GM. Uh, I don't think they make the play. Uh, I don't think... They make the playoffs. Russell Westbrook is a transcendent talent. They just don't have enough shooting. It's going to be rough. But, uh, yeah. I think they make the playoffs. And uh, Russ is going to have a transcendent year. Uh, probably career highs in points per game, assists per game, and turnovers per game. I, I look for him to about average maybe six. He's going to have a rough year. He's probably going to take eight threes and shoot 29%. Of them. Are they in? Yeah. They're in. Yeah. Into the West. And back to the East. Orlando. Please. Orlando. Will they produce something magical? Uh, probably not. <laughs> uh, but are they good enough to take over your last spot in the Eastern Conference? Mm, nope. Nope. Sorry. Elton Why not? Payton, I like him. Um, I like Mario Hezonja, the Croatian, 23. He can dunk, he can shoot. Got to figure out defense and basically team basketball, but I, I think he's got high upside. Evan Fournier, don't Google that last name, folks. Don't Google it. I'm a fantasy team. <laughs> good, good pick out. Thank you. Uh, big rotation, uh, Nikola Vucic, Sergei Ibaka. My championship winning fantasy team. Sergei. It's going to be rough. Biombo, Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon. That's a rough front court spacing wise Jeff Green can really only hit that corner three and only if he ever feels like it he can really only score in straight line drives I think they need to figure out a way to maximize Aaron Gordon uh, I think he's kind of the next step in their Absolutely. evolution I think Serge Ibaka is a great pickup to pair next to Vucevic whose Huge. interior defense is his main weakness so I think uh, Serge Ibaka is a great pickup for them um, so I think they're going to be a fun team I'm going to hit him up on a um, um, game pass League pass rank. He's got to get yes. T Wolves. Got to get Sixers. Got to get a. Got to get Magic. You, you got to go with these young, hungry teams because they're just gonna have these weird nights where everything clicks. You know so something might be magical in Orlando, something but they will be. not surge to the playoffs. Who are all here? What about the 76ers? The 76. Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons, who is unfortunately out for 
quite a bit with that uh, the foot break. Uh, it's going to be rough for them. I think he's got um, a bad attitude. <laughs> you think he's got a bad attitude? I think he's got a bad agent. Got that Rich Paul, got that Godfather music. <laughs> but Joel and B, breakout year. Once they figure out that center position with Jalil, Nerlens, and again, look at this great crop of centers they got, but they just don't fit together. You can't play Elijah Lawn with Shaq, with David Robinson, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not that there are any of that. Good picks. But Joel Embiid is good picks. Oh, Joel Embiid is one of the top prospects in the last 10 years. It's unfortunately just the injuries, and everyone's just shook. It's not good. Once big man has injuries, uh, cut, cut, cut. Because Greg Oden, eh, Andrew Bynum, eh, Yao Ming, eh, Yao Larry Ming. Eh. Hey, he was cut short, dude. Those injuries, man. 2009, they beat those oh, Lakers. Yes, yes. They beat those Lakers if Yao Ming's from it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Philly's definitely not in. Definitely not in. But Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix Suns. Um, <laughs> Phoenix Suns. Uh, name me a Phoenix Suns team that focused on defense, and I will tell you. I'll, show, I'll call you a liar to your face. This team's You're saying Steve Nash wasn't a good defender. <laughs> <laughs> My man John coming with the hot takes. Steve Nash was actually a good defender. Now, He's a great free throw shooter. <laughs> great free throw shooter. Uh, the Suns are going to be great this year. Um, How great? How great? Uh, one of their guards is going to win Sixth Man of the Year. Wow. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. Uh, Brandon Knight, Devin Booker. Devin Booker's going to have just a hot streak this year of like eight games where he's just not going to miss. And people are going to go, what is eight going on? Eight games where he shoots 75%? Gonna, yeah. Is that what you're saying? I'm like, 66%? Yeah. He's that kind of shooter. 66%? Like, whoa, whoa. You'll give him an eight-game stretch with 66% have... every game. No, no, no. Two out of three like shots. one time this year for like a week yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, for eight games. Fall out. Yeah. 66%. Yeah. Two out of three. Yeah, that's pretty that's what I'm saying. And he can have like a Clay Thompson quarter, too, where he just can't miss. And I'm that is phenomenal. They're going to just launch threes. Dragon Bender is a great pickup for them because. He's a front court guy who can shoot threes. So I think their offense is going to be high octane and uh, feature a lot of jump shooting, which some nights will just go cold and it'll just be. <laughs> Are they uh, in? Fun team. Uh, no. Not in the playoffs. Over, <laughs> over to a team that, that if, if you don't like, something's wrong with you. The Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers. If you can get $9, $10 tickets to any of their games Bruh. anywhere in the United States, you need to go. Bruh, this team is exciting. 17 just wrecks. <laughs> In 2K. They got some shooter. Yeah. They're phenomenal. In 2K and in real life, they can get some stuff done. Excellent. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, they're going to hit threes, and that's going to cover up some of their major weaknesses, such as interior defense. Most underrated team in the league, by far. Really? You going with that? Underrated. Okay. Most underrated. Do um, not get enough I'm love. I'm sleeping on them. <laughs> they're going to make the playoffs. Absolutely. I think Evan Turner kind of messes up some stuff for them. Festus Azili's hurt. Um, Festus. Festus for no the rest with the Warriors. Of us. Yeah, he was rolling with the Warriors. He was a big part of that team. Um, unfortunately, they forced him into that starting. Warriors lost back to that. a lot back of their bench. <laughs> uh, Portland, uh, they're going to be very good, I think. I think they're going to be a playoff team. And uh, some nights they're just going to get so hot, you're just going to have to go, hmm. I mean, they beat the they beat the uh, greatest team, air quotes, greatest team of all time last year. So did the Lakers, hot. which I predicted. Yeah, because that was predicted the Sunday the afternoon Lakers. game. <laughs> Watched every bit of it. I was That's like, Dad, guess game. what? The Lakers are going to win this game. To all our listeners out there, a trap game is a Sunday afternoon game <laughs> after Saturday night where you don't want to play. <laughs> That's a trap that is a game. trap game. Let's head it down south to Sacramento. Sacramento. I have to sing every single team. Are they going to be kings of the West? <laughs> George Carl writing his book, right? His little tell-all memoir? Yes. Rudy Gay told him when George first went to Sacramento, welcome to basketball hell. <laughs> he looked at him and said that. And then he flipped up his hoodie and said, abandon all hope, ye who enter here, and walked off. Surely Rudy, not. Surely it can't be real. Rudy, what you doing? <laughs> Rudy, 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 
Rudy, uh, yeah, they're not. They're going to have a rough year. Uh, a rough Cousin, year. Boogie Cousins is going to waste another year of basketball excellence there. Two spots left in the shape. Western playoffs. Are they in? No. 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 Uh, <laughs> their point guard rotation is just sadness. Ty Lawson missing the, the plane after a crazy night in Vegas. <laughs> Agent saying, ah, it's fine, whatever. It's Darren, not fine. Darren Collison suspended eight games on a domestic battery misdeme- misdemeanor. Demeanor. Something like that. <laughs> it wasn't like a felony, but it's still very bad. This is the, we it's are not, not good, folks. We're not condoning domestic violence. We are not condoning bad. any kind of crime. He's going to serve like 20 days jail time. He's going to like legit be in jail. So And then eight, day, eight games after that. So they got Ty Lawson and Darren Collison. I don't know. They just don't have the guard rotation to really compete like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to pick them not. Dave Yeager, great coach pickup, though. I think him and Boogie are going to click. He's a defensive guy and a, a little bit of a Michael Moat. Mike Malone in that sense, and Mike Malone really uh, clicked with Boogie, so I looked for him and Jaeger to have a real chemistry. Still two spots left in the Western playoffs. Yeah. The San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs are no Tim Duncan. Probably going to, yeah, they no lost Tim their Duncan. second most important player, and I'm still picking them. Who's their most important player? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, that's right. Best, of, best perimeter defender in the league, shot 46 I think their second most important player is Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich ain't a player, though. He's a player. Am I going to go, if I go most important people, I go Pop, Leonard, Duncan. Wait. Wait. Wait, if we're talking people instead of player, then probably Pop. Oh, Kawhi? No, Duncan, Pop, Kawhi. If we're Duncan. going people. Duncan still. People. Duncan is still the most important person at the Spurs. Duncan isn't leaving the gym. Like, he's not going to wear a He's like Kobe. They're not leaving the gym. Yeah. They're, they're not going to leave. The they are gym rats. That's, that's what they're <laughs> wired to do. They're good. They're in, though. They're I in. respect him. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I, I just respect Tim Duncan so much. He's handed Memphis so many respectful L's, and I, I, I just respect I respect him so much. The way he approaches the game, where he builds chemistry. Uh, it's it's never been about him. He's never been a rah-rah me guy. And Kawhi Leonard's fantastic He's never player. clashed with him. But, yeah, Kawhi Leonard is a carbon copy Tim Duncan. If Tim Duncan was a small forward. He does not get enough Leonard. love. But now he will. He will. He will. Uh, back-to-back defensive player of the year, my guy. I'm just saying. That's the NBA love. gives him love. love. Do the fans me? give him love? Do I yeah, don't know. Yeah, the tough. fans will give him love. Like, is he elite? Yes. He's better than yes. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Yes. The, the most slanderous thing you're I'm about telling to say about you him yes. is he's not as good as KD. That's the most slander you can throw him at. Everyone out there, he's elite. He's like he's on that second tier. We're going north of the border. Drake's favorite squad, Toronto. Toronto Raps. probably makes the playoffs. That rounds out the Eastern that rounds Conference. Out the East. Toronto. How goes Toronto? I don't like watching DeMar you don't DeRozan like play watching basketball. DeMar DeRozan. He just kind of dribbles and chucks it. Dribbles Justice and Winslow just eats him alive. It was, it was disgusting the way Justice Winslow just ate that man. Um, but, yeah, during the playoffs, it was so frustrating to see Jonas just get buckets and just watching Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan just, just brick jumpers all day. Like, you have jumpers. I'm not supposed to love you like I love MKG like my Tony Allens. But they were just plinking away 40 percenters. And that just, that just makes me mad. Patrick Patterson is a great player. I think – a great role player. You know what I'm saying? He fits really right. well. I uh, can space the floor, plays good D. So I really like him. I really like Damari Carroll. Norman Powell, um, he's excellent. Uh, real good 3 and D guy. High flyer. And he's got that youthful upside, so we can all just assume he'll be better one day. Uh, but it's great. I like Corey Joseph, too. Got that Spurs mentality of, you know, just hit my mid-range. And high seed, on. low seed, what do you think? Uh, high seed. Um, I think top four. Top four? Yeah. It's good. East ain't there good. <laughs> in the East. <laughs> the Eastern country. <laughs> if you want to call it that, some yeah. pretty good basketball basketball yeah. teams in there. You've been saving one spot in the West. And this is the last team left. Oh God, You've I been reserving it oh, for the no, Utah wait, no, Jazz. Of course, of course. No, Utah Jazz is going to be 
a 50-win team, maybe 55-win team. 55 wins, They folks. really bolstered that bench with some nice, fat old people. <laughs> they went out and got Joe oh, Johnson. That, that's the X Factor? Yeah, they're, they're fat old people. Uh, Joe Johnson, Boris Diaw. Uh, and they, they figured out their point guard rotation. Uh, Dante Exum got, um, got healthy, certainly, but also George Hill coming in. Uh, I think he'll be great for them, adding that three-point shooting out of that defense, adding that veteran leadership. And uh, Alec Burks, Rodney Hood. <laughs> Rodney Hood was taking a spot below Jordan Adams. Jordan Adams, of course, selected by my hometown Grizzlies. And Jaeger and management proceeded over the next year to just subtweet each other <laughs> about Rodney Hood. Like, Jaeger, every time we play the Jazz, you go, wow, that Rodney Hood, man, I wish we could have gotten him. And he would just stare at the camera. <laughs> It was rude, because this man gets buckets. He's not a defender, but he'll get you buckets. And Gordon Hayward, I think if Gordon Hayward can ascend a little bit higher than the NBA totem pole, they can be really scary, because I love me some Derek Favors, and I love me some Rudy Gobert. Gobert! Yes, you do. <laughs> His name is Gobert, folks. I know that. He's the he Gobert knows. rapport. He is the stifle tower. That's why it's funny. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> He's a goofy goober. I laughed the first time I heard these. <laughs> Maybe not the goofy goober one. <laughs> No room left in this inn for the Washington Wizards. I love John Wall. I love his game. He is going to road North Carolina. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's a great player. I can ball out. Uh, He's getting a better jump shot, and his penetration and and playmaking is really um, elite in this league. And um, uh, him and Bradley Beal having this off-season beef, it's really tough to see because when you have a point guard and shooting guard that could fit together so nicely like them, they could be like a Chris Paul, J.J. Redick type. Uh, it's really a shame that they aren't clicking like they should, and uh, it's really disappointing to see. Um, um, let's see, Gortat is fantastic. I enjoy him very much, so he's a big guy. He's got the, he got the nice haircut, got the beard going. Um, I like Markeith Morris more than I should. A nice stretchy big and can score in the mid-range. Otto Porter Jr., I think he's a great defender. <laughs> he's a great he's a great guy. If he would have balled out last year, they could have swiped up KD from those nasty Warriors. <gasps> Did I just give us the greatest segue of all time to the greatest team of all time? The 2017 Warriors feature two scoring champs, two MVPs, and just insanely good role players. It's an insult to call them that. Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, it's just going to be an obscene team. You can't cover Clay, Steph, and KD all at the same time. It's insane. They completely bust. Last year, the Spurs, they figured out the Warriors to an extent. They switched everything off ball, so they didn't have any closeouts for them to exploit. And they just put a big on Curry, and they told the big, hey, get out there. You're not swiping his dribble. You'll never get his dribble. But just stand straight up and make sure he doesn't shoot the three, make him drive. And that really hurt their hurt their offense. It really, it really affected them. But with KD, it just it all breaks down because now I gotta worry about this seven-footer. He's lying to you folks. He's not six nine. This seven-footer who can drain into my face, almost as good as Steph. And it's it's just gonna be impossible to defend. And half the games they're gonna play are just gonna be jokes. And they're just gonna do the clippers so dirty. Because last year they made sure to do the Clippers dirty every time, but this year they're gonna they're gonna beat them by sixty. They're just gonna mutilate. It's gonna be rude. But uh, here's the thing, folks: they're not my pick to win the championship. Augie Vanderveer. Yeah. All right. So, First of all, you can't count. Uh, that hurt my feelings. You only pick seven teams <laughs> in the East. We do it live, folks. 
You gave me the notes. We do it live. Handed them over. This we is only what have seven teams. On live TV. You this have Atlanta. Yeah. Celtics. Yeah. Hornets. Yep. Cleveland. Yep. Detroit Pistons. Yep. The Mavs. Toronto. Yep. And who's your eighth team? Knicks. The New Bye, York the Knicks. Knicks. All right. You're Porzingis. finally giving it to him. Porzingis breakout year. Carmelo's probably an all-star just off, you know, the Kobeisms. It's, the it's New fine. York Knicks get in. They'll probably get in. They'll probably sneak in. I don't like them, but they're going to get in. Probably about 20, 30 minutes ago, nobody, everybody thought the super team wasn't going to make it. And now I'll give Andrews like, I can't count. I forgot. I, I only put seven in an eight-team right. tournament. <laughs> I'm foolish. Does folks. it matter? Will they, ups- will they win a round? I'm an NBA Will guru, they get out of the first round? Guru. No. God, no. Cleveland messes them up. So the Knicks, believe it or not, round out your Eastern Conference over to the West Side. Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets, the Clippers. This isn't your Grizzlies. Your Grizzlies. OKC Thunder up. Mm -hmm. Portland. Yeah, Portland's in here. Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Cavs win it all though. Cavs win the Eastern Conference. Cavs win the Eastern Conference. Who wins Golden the Western State Warriors, Conference? State Warriors, Warriors, All right, give the Warriors some love. You didn't give them I'll any give them love. Some love, they're going to lose the finals. So it's NBA Finals, Cavs Warriors. What happens and why? Who? Um, Steph goes cold. Klay uh, Thompson. You hate the Warriors. Klay <laughs> Thompson. Hate them. Something. Something bad's going to happen. How Clay do you Thompson. hate? I think Draymond basketball. Green blows it up. Hey, um. I think Draymond Green blows it up. Again? Yeah. Do you know that there's this guy they have now? His name's Kevin Durant. Yes. They sacrificed a lot of their bench depth to get. Kevin Durant. Here's the thing about that bench depth. Tell me about it. You knock out Draymond Green. Let's see Draymond Green just absolutely just quits basketball, referring to Maxwell style, just leaves. Who they play? David West. I don't West. think he'll do that. They play. Da- they got. They I got don't a think he'll do that. David West and Andre Verja, Zaza Pachulia. That's washed. You got three washed dudes as your bigs. That's rough. Is Verja so, washed? Yes, just because he flops. Just because he flops, he's, he's washed. washed. That doesn't make him washed. He doesn't give you anything on the offensive end or defensive. He just he's washed, dude. I got no love for Anderson Verge, Do you have any love for Andre Godala? Absolutely. Finals MVP? Yeah. One of the best def- uh, perimeter defenders in the league. Absolutely. What role will he play in the finals? Ooh, uh, he's probably going to, you know, D up LeBron fairly well again. Uh, unless, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the Golden State Warriors should win in all logical scenarios. Should have won last year. They should have won last year. That's the best part. This and team I, is illogical in that sense. I'm going to ask you a question you've been wanting me to ask you all podcasts. Yeah. Cavs and Warriors in the finals again, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, just to be sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's going to be a repeat yeah, of the Eastern Western Conference. We're in the 80s again. We're just two teams every year. Will the Warriors yeah. blow a 3 1 lead two years in a row? Yes. They blow a 3 1 lead two years in a row. <laughs> Are you just saying that to be funny? Or, nah. or do you mean it? Will they actually blow That's the another 3 1 lead? Though. That's the outcome where a lot of different and weird, fun things have to happen. You know what I'm saying? Will they get a 3-1 lead? In the completely logical, reasonable world that we don't live in, Warriors win. You know? By all measurable, logical ways. Statistics. statistics predictions. Any number you can pull out about the Warriors are going to be fantastic. The computers they are going to pick the Warriors win. like 76% of the time. Emotionally, right? emotionally, I can't wait to see how they blow this one up. <laughs> are they going to bl- what, what kind of lead are they going to blow? Uh, are they not going to get a lead? They're just going to be sweeped. Are they going to blow a 1-0 lead, a 2-1 lead? What are they going to blow? That would be funny. If they, if they You're saying they're going to blow a lead. What are they going to blow? They could probably get a 3-0 lead on this team. I'm You're saying <laughs> they're going to win the first three games yeah. and choke 
and and pull out four, and the Cavs can pull out four in a row. I'm saying I want them to. Like the Boston Red Sox. I'm saying I want them to. You were saying the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to channel (laughs) Manny Ramirez, David Ortiz, and be the Boston Red Sox. (laughs) Shout out David Ortiz. (laughs) Shout out to David Ortiz. Golden State Warriors, by all logical means, are going to win, unless they don't. But you're saying they won't. You're saying they should, but they won't. They won't. (laughs) I just want the insanity of Cavs Cavs win in how many games, doggy? Cavs win in seven again. LeBron actually finishes the dunk this time, though. (laughs) Cavs in seven. That was our speed run of the entire... (laughs) In an hour. NBA season (laughs) in much less than an hour, believe it or not. That was inside of... 45 minutes. That was probably... <laughs> Inside of 40, that was 41, 42 minutes. Well done. Great. Yeah, that, that's me, Speed and Gonzalez. Is there anything else you'd like to say about opening night upcoming? I'd like to thank Zach Randolph for his years of service to the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I love him so much. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to my suite right now, watch some Tony Allen defensive highlights against Kevin Durant, and uh, dream of a better tomorrow for our children. That's what's going to get you hyped up for the season. Yep. Yep. We'd like to thank... <laughs> All our listeners out there. Shout out both of you. Shout out to both of you. We'd like to thank all of our viewers on the distance. Sportsblog.com. Check out StubHub. Please don't check out StubHub. <laughs> you can follow us, subscribe to us, and email every time we have a blog post. Follow Augie Vandeveer at Fear Not Moonchild. Max Wildstein at Max Wildstein. And myself. At Stretch Newton or on Instagram, Stretch Newton 2. Also, check me out on Periscope at Stretch Newton for live broadcast and replays. Augie Vanderveer, keep shooting. Thanks for having me. Play some defense. <laughs> and please make some free throws. <laughs> My man. We're going the distance and we're going to come back around very soon. He's going the distance.